0: are you good at guessing what people want this year stop guessing and give them what they want from burgers to video games to ripped jeans they pick their gift from some of their favorite brands with a choice gift card from giftcards.com it's genius welcome to the friends of the word this is the lenten word today we continue our journey in lent following jesus and his holy example on how to improve our lives and, and get to know Him better, He who is the life and the way and the direction all of us seek, whether we know it or not. I'll join you at the homily. This is Father Louis Skirty at hotmail.com. God bless you. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, for I am gracious and merciful. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. And a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Amen. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. And when the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke and the crowds were amazed. Some of them said, by the power of Beelzebub, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others to test him asked him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and the house will fall against a house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom last? For you say that it is by Beelzebub that I drive out demons. If I then drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your own people drive them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his his place, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than him attacks and overcomes him, he will take away the armor on which he relied and distribute the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me, scatters. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. I was talking to a young man who claims to be an atheist yesterday. I've known him a while, but he claims to be an atheist. Of course, he was Catholic. You know, Protestants never become atheists. It's always the Catholics that become atheists. I don't know why. Uh, The Jews don't become atheists. The the Catholics become atheists. Okay. So, and I think atheists are just um, people who, who if they ever made the leap, they didn't make it 100%. But we'll talk about that. He has his own choices. And one of the things he, he did as researching his atheism is he went online, great source of information and read about all of the harshness in the Old Testament. The God who condemns, the God who judges, and now we have Jeremiah today, and he's a great example of that. People telling the people who disobeyed, they've not obeyed the the prophets I sent, they're stiff-necked, and they're worse than their fathers. When, When the voice of the prophet speaks to them, they don't listen, and they're going to be held accountable for it. And the scriptures go on. This is Je- Jeremiah 7. So, he used this particular quote. But he mentioned, how, how could a loving God drown all his people? Noah's Ark. How could a loving God uh, let his children be drowned? How could a loving God? And it went on and on and on. <clears throat> and I said, and I say to myself as well as him, um, The Old Testament message of God was to a people, a particular people, a geographically located people, a sociological group, and they had their own uh, needs to preserve themselves, and the, the way they preserved themselves was the law that they had between themselves and God. God was their God, they were God's people. Now, this was in the middle of all these other cultures around them who had their own gods and goddesses. So, reliance on the law was very, very serious. It was religion and politics all wrapped up into one. The king, when there were kings, were appointed by God. So, there was no president and then alongside him uh, a religious leader. didn't exist that way. So, their physical law and their spiritual law were together. And very often, the prophets were sent, spiritually sent, inspired to... To bring people back. They were, I'm not belittling the prophets. They were like God's politicians. Saying, come on, you've got to come back. We'll go, let's go on track. Let's get back to where we're supposed to be. In reference to obeying God. And then, often they were rejected. Because who wants to hear reform? Who wants to hear uh, you have obligations? So, sometimes they were rejected. Sometimes they were killed. Jeremiah was thrown down a, a cistern. Among other things. So, the prophets who have scribes, or themselves are writing, look at the people and they speak for God. They're inspired, they're writing prophetic literature, they're speaking for God, to the people, to these people. And of course, applicable to all people of faith. And when they're saying that you're stiff-necked, you're 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 stubborn, you re- rejected your the ancestors, you rejected the, the prophets I send you, and and as a result, you I'm gonna abandon you and I'm gonna I'm gonna punish you and all the stuff that happens, he's talking to them while that's happening. And very often he'll take the prophets, will take a circumstance, a sign of the time a conquering, a war, uh, a conflict with another culture, and say, see, you're being punished because you're not obeying the law of God. You're being punished. Now, I want to be very careful with this because I'm going to jump ha- ahead to World Trade Center. This is the New Testament we're talking about now. The World Trade Center and any other disasters like that are not punishments from God. That's the Old Testament. That's how the the prophets taught the the people in the Old Testament cause and effect, basically. You obey God, you be his people, you're one with him. You disobey God, you disobey in the laws, you're not one with him. And you're gonna be punished. Now we come to Jesus. And for the Christian, we appreciate the Old Testament. We appreciate the, the basis of it, we are a Judeo-Christian people, as Christians, but the law has been replaced by Jesus. Jesus is the new law. He didn't come to abolish the old law, he came to fulfill it. So the connection that God, the Creator, had with his people Israel is now expanded to all people because the new law is Jesus. And Jesus is very upset at times in the scripture, and you hear it today in Luke, when people say, ah, you're just doing, you're, 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 you're possessed, you don't know what you're doing. And then they, today they, they said, it's by the power of Beelzebub, that's the name of the devil. It's, it's by the power of the devil that he cures people in the name of the devil. And Jesus is angry. He says, if, if the devil's house is divided, How can it last? How can it last? The house divided will fall apart. And if I cure in the name of him who sent me, how can you say that's the work of the devil? You cure in the same way when they have curings and, and prayers and so on. He says, he makes it very clear, but you gotta go into the head of Jesus a few seconds. You know, he is God. He's the son of God. He's the new law, and he came to show us the way to get intimately involved, don't think that that's that's the whole purpose of creation, intimately involved with God again. The old law was an attempt. Now he is the new law. So what he does should connect us to God whether he cures a deaf man, a crippled man, or whether he multiplies bread and, or, or multiplies water into wine, what he's doing points the way to him who sent him, God the Father. So everything Jesus does in his life doesn't go like this, doesn't say, look at me. It always says, look at the one who sent me. Now Jesus today makes it very clear. You have a choice. We all have a choice. You're either with me or against me. And it's not like a a menu. I'll take one from this column, one from this column, and I'll have an appetizer over here. No, 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 no. no. You're either with me or against me. That means throw ourselves completely head to foot behind Jesus. Throw ourselves completely into listening to his word and taking it for ourselves. And to that young man who is thinking he's an atheist, we pray that his mind open and that he research just a little more in the positivity of the faith rather than the negativity of the faith. And, and, and even in the New Testament, you know, religion has been a, a cause of dissension among many people. So there's a lot of stuff he has going against his discovery of God. But it's up to you and me, through prayer, perfect timing of the year, through almsgiving, through charity, through fasting, to put ourselves before Jesus, throw ourselves before him, seek the Father through him, seek the guidance, seek the strength, seek the the prayers that we need through him. I mentioned, I pray for Maria today too, a woman who's going through emotionally hard times. These are the times we need to throw ourselves before Christ. These are the times when we're going through difficulty, whether it's physical difficulty or emotional difficulty, to throw ourselves completely because he's leading us to the Father. And the Father is the creator of all of us. And his law, Jesus' law, is the law of love, which includes respect and justice. If you're a migraine sufferer, we have incredible news for you. Nurtec ODT Remegipant 75mg is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. Just one quick dissolved tablet can start fast and can last for up to 48 hours, helping you take control of your migraine whenever, wherever. Simply wonderful. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety, prescribing, and patient information, visit NURTEC.com. Ask your doctor about Nurtec today.